Hello friends, this is Cheryl, and welcome to Sleep Tight Relax, a bedtime podcast for the young and young at heart. In this episode, we will be meeting an elephant who wants to win a dancing competition that is going to be held in the forest around a beautiful pool. We don't learn much about this magical place full of chocolate trees and pizza bushes, but maybe we can use our imagination to construct an image in our mind of what that world might look like. With the story, we are going to combine the gentle sounds of nature and music to help you relax and become calm and peaceful. It's time to rest, so let's take some time to get cozy and comfortable. Turn down your lights and your room should be free from distractions. Let's start with a moment of relaxation. Make sure you are comfortable in bed, letting your body ease into whatever position you feel the most comfortable in. Cuddle up to your favorite toy or stuffed friend. Let's take a slow and controlled breath of air in through your nose. and slowly release the air through your mouth. Have you started to imagine what a forest where pizza grew on bushes might look like? Or perhaps it grows your favorite food. As you take another deep breath in through your nose, imagine what that might smell like or what this magical forest might look like. Take another deep breath in through your nose and slowly release it through your mouth. And one last time, slowly take a deep breath in through your nose and let the air flow out through your mouth. Good. I hope you are starting to feel more relaxed. After our story, I'll check back in with you again and leave you with some relaxing sounds to fall asleep to. Now, let's continue with Mrs. Elephant's Moonlight Dance. It was a beautiful evening in the magical forest, and under the moonlight there was a great gathering of friends. Mr. and Mrs. Elephant, and the kangaroos, the foxes, and the handsome leopards, even the energetic little Miss Lynx, and a number of the aristocratic jungle deer were seated, all in a great circle around the pleasant pool which shone in the moonlight 
and displayed the loveliest of lilies afloat upon its surface. Then it is decided, said the wise Mr. Tapir. We are, my friends, going to have a dancing contest with a prize. I believe that such entertainment will relieve the boredom of our evening time together in this lovely spot. One week from tonight, there will be the finest party we have ever given. No expense is to be spared. Music will be supplied by the wonderful band comprised of baboons and macaws. And those who have interest can form some kind of committee to provide us with generous amounts of refreshments that we might all enjoy. Mr. Tapir talked on for a great deal of time, for all the animals loved to hear him talk, and he loved to hear himself. He had been to Toronto. He knew how celebrations ought to be done. So he said it over several times, but he always ended with, and the refreshment committee will adjourn forthwith which beautiful words struck the animals as the finest they had ever heard. What oratory! Such a flow of Toronto speech, they whispered. And the lovely Miss Giraffe broke down and cried. Such is the power of eloquence. A great competitive spirit followed the announcement. For Mr. Kangaroo... Let it be known right away that the prize was his for sure. No one could dance as he could. He had only to straighten his waist, lift his chin, and give a leap. It was his dance specialty. When it comes to grace and speed, Ms. Leopard remarked, there is something in my motion which is utterly lacking to the rest of you. Now, Mrs. Elephant kept quiet. She knew what they thought of her. She was always referred to as that good, dependable, easygoing person, unless her friends were being mean when they did not hesitate to call her that clumsy elephant. She knew their ways. But I shall get that prize, she grunted, as she trudged to her handsome, roomy home under the chocolate trees. Nor did she feel less determined in the cool, bright morning when, as a rule, the resolutions of the night before were sometimes of less importance. Immediately, she put her housekeeping into the hands of her sister-in-law, who had offered to help her as much as she could. I have much to do, she said. Then she set out to find her friends, the bullfrogs. They would play their tunes all day in the shade, and she would practice her steps. It was hard at first, but soon she choreographed a wonderful dance. Up and down and around she went all day and most of the night. But she kept her practicing a secret. And it was good that she did, 
for all the animals would have laughed at her had they seen her flopping around at the edge of the bullfrog's pond. The night of the dance came. The elegance of the costumes and the abundance of the refreshments were a delight. There were fruits of all kinds, chocolates picked from the tree, cookies fresh from the oven, pizza from the pizza plants, and carrots, which seemed to go uneaten. Mr. Fox was up to a sly game in his effort to urge everybody to eat as much as possible. And this he would do with the nicest smile. Oh, do eat another bunch of bananas. Or how about another slice of pineapple pizza? Or a plate of cookies? He would say to Mrs. Elephant, for he wanted everybody to overeat except himself. Then they could not dance, he knew, and he would get the prize if he showed only his wonderful walking steps. But the animals guessed his scheme. They only thanked him and stroked their costumes or went off into corners to try their steps. It was a wonderful show, and after a few had risen to the floor and danced their steps, the favorite to win was obvious to be the leaf and lovely Ms. Leopard. Just wait for Mrs. Kangaroo, was whispered from one to another. She's wonderful, you know. Then Mrs. Kangaroo came forward. Yes, it was marvelous what she could accomplish. First, she strutted high and proud. Then she bounded up and down, and finally made a great leap. But it was a leap before she looked, for what did she do but jump right into the lily pond, her splash. Great embarrassment seized the party, and the less polite, such as the monkeys, simply yelled all kinds of rude sounds. Mrs. Elephant, Mrs. Elephant, was now the cry. Yes, yes, Mrs. Elephant, came from all sides. For the animals, already amused by Mrs. Kangaroo's unfortunate accident, were ready to be even more loud. They could roar at Mrs. Elephant if they wanted to. She was so thick-skinned as they thought that you could never hurt her feelings anyway. But Mrs. Elephant was very modest and quite regal. Besides, she was all polished and trimmed in a way that made her look quite impressive. All that afternoon, her sister-in-law had stood in the water with her, smoothing down her dress and rubbing her head, and two simple palm leaves behind her ears with a little rope of moonflowers garlanded over her placid forehead gave her a regal aspect, which the animals were surprised and delighted to see. How lovely she looks! How do you suppose she did it? 
they gasped. Then Mrs. Elephant danced. At her special request, Mr. Frog played for her, not too fast on his elegant flute. But scarcely had she taken her first two steps when the orchestra struck up that grand old march, Colonel Boogie, which many people know, would make them start marching even if they had nowhere to go. Waving her splendid arms to the sky and making the most wonderful bows, lapping her ears and curling and pointing her trunk, all to the tune of the music. She was, as the elegant Mrs. Taper was moved to say, as majestic as the night. At her signal, when she knew she had captivated the audience, the music changed, and she came tripping toward them with open arms and the pinkest, biggest smile the world has ever seen. She begged them all to strike up the chorus, and suddenly, without knowing what they were about, or such is the way with an audience once the hard-worked artist has enraptured his fellow beings, they were all up on their feet dancing with her, though perhaps not as elegant as she. Of course, she took the prize. And all she would say, or all indeed that can be got out of her to this day about it is, practice, my dears, practice. No, I have never done it since, nor would I think of trying. I only wished to feel in my old age that I had accomplished something. The race, as wise men have said, is not to the swift. Determination and careful, unremitting practice. That's what is wanted. And that is the end of our story. If you are still awake, I would like you to think or say to yourself, I believe in my goals and dreams. I can do anything I put my mind to. My possibilities are endless. I am calm, relaxed, and peaceful. Sleep tight.
Thank you.